He's so erect. He's so came into town they were there in person they're no, they're normally not and we always record our sessions so we can listen back later and remember stuff and uh dm started the recording and immediately wrote clap. Wrote clap and they were like what <laughs> we don't need that and she's they were like i, I do this you ha- yeah you yeah, have to like, clap like i do this every time i record anything <laughs> so anyway. stupid fucking podcast yeah. i don't even remember when we we started i'm trying to remember if we started it when we started recording virtually or if we did it before that. I don't know. I don't... I feel like we've done it in person before that, but I don't remember. I don't remember Wait, when we started didn't this. you... I think that y'all started it when you tried to do that one video Oh episode, my god! Yeah, we and had... And then it was like, you know... Yeah, we had like an <laughs> entire like video stopped. episode. We posted the podcast, but the podcast episode where I'm piercing Rose ears, we did like a video of it. We were like, oh, we'll post a video episode, and then it just like never went anywhere. Yeah. And we never posted it. And yeah, we did that, and then we started huh. doing that every time after that. That was like episode nine or something. Like, yeah, it's pretty early on. I thought, yeah, because like, it's been going on for a long time. I think it was. Yeah, it was like I'm pretty that. sure we've been doing this in person, like before we were trying to record virtually. Yeah. Because that's obviously like the intention of it is that it syncs the audio. Yeah, but like if we're not, in the same room. Yeah, so. we're not syncing the audio to anything. We're just clapping at each other. Yeah. Also, we once again have not said the intro. We have not. This is kind of our whole thing. Is we we wait and see how long it takes someone to remember we didn't do the intro. Yeah. Pepper has brought the police over to At you. this point, it's part of the intro. Anyway, Hello, Pepper, thank you. Hello to the singular person listening to this podcast. I'm Taylor. I'm Sarah. And we, uh, we like books. And I hopped up on caffeine. Yes. I did do it's... exactly what I said I was going to do. Yep. Uh, mostly because I know that if I don't take the caffeine pill this early in the day, and if I wait until we're done... You're going to be up to like four. Yeah. Yeah. Which... Last time I did it, I was awake until six. Oh god! Uh, there's a there's a famous night. I recently finished oh writing a novel, and I published it. I will not ever say on this podcast the title of that novel. No, uh, because I do not want my real name no. and my pen name in any way associated with each other. No. Because I write porn. Yep. And I work at the type of workplace where I don't want my coworkers to know that I write porn. Most workplaces usually. That is almost all workplaces. Yeah. Uh, mine in particular. Yeah. I will not say why. Um, Sarah knows why. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yes, anyway, uh, I'm hopped up on caffeine. Yes. But that's okay. Oh, I was trying, already this is off the rails. We're, uh, yeah. I interrupted myself We're because doing I was trying to tell a story about, I recently finished writing an novel. Yeah. And I threw the caffeine pill like five minutes ago. This isn't, it's not even working. Yeah, this it's just it's, my brain. Yeah, this is, it's, it's, it'll kick in here in a, you'll, you'll know. You'll, yeah, you'll know. <laughs> Pepper, Pepper, you're she's you're digging in the blanket, not the toys. <laughs> the cats, my cats have like a little basket of where I keep their toys. That's like low enough they can stick their heads in it, like get out whatever they want. It's so adorable. And Pepper is like wanting to play fetch, and so this time we just brought the basket and put it right in front of us because she has all these little like ponytail holders that are tied together, 
that she will play fetch with. But she never brings them back. Like, half the time she'll bring it back yeah. and drop it, like, halfway across the room. Well, I just threw one for her a minute ago, and she, I guess, didn't see it or something. She's and, like, so just bad didn't go. And so we put it right in front of us, and now she's digging in it. But there's, like, a blanket on the couch covering it up. She's just digging, she's digging blanket. blanket. She's a mess. Anyway, um, and there was, like, a long period of time when I was at my last job where I was very stressed all the time. Yes. And so I wasn't getting any writing done because it was, like, I have no energy left over this. Yes. And then, like, as soon as I left that job and I was, like, unemployed for a little while, I was like, this is the time to finish this novel. Yeah. Because I have so much free time now. I did finish. It does exist out in the world. Good luck if you can find it. Um, don't tell anyone, <laughs> don't yeah. tell anyone what my I mean, you was. might find it and, and not know. And that's, I mean, they would that's have no way of knowing. The, that's honestly the vibe. <laughs> like, don't, if, do not try to suss out whether or not the one that you found is the right one. I don't, no one would ever be able to make that no. connection. I'm sure that they could. I'm sure there's a way to, like, tie the publication back to, like, my IP address or something. Whatever. Anyway. Um, and there was one night where I was, like, really close. And I was, like, sitting Sarah Marco Polo's, like, throughout the process. Because I didn't, I was on, like, chapter 20 out of, like, 25 or something. And I was like, I'm so close. Like, I'm just gonna, like, take a caffeine pill and try to really buckle down and, like, see if I can get past. I was, like, stuck on a part. Yeah. And I was like, let's see if I can just get past this. I'm so close to finishing. Yeah. And I was awake until 5 in the morning. I wrote four chapters in, like, one five-hour sitting. Yeah. I took the first one at, like, 5 and then, like, wrote for a couple hours and then took a little bit of a break. And then at, like, 10, I was like, I feel like I can keep going. And I yeah. took another one. <laughs> I remember seeing the Marco Polo, like, the following day because I go to bed... Like way I, before I'm, five in the morning. Yeah, I'm a sleepy bitch, and I like to go to bed early. <laughs> I'm a sleepy bitch. I'm a sleepy bitch. I prefer to get like a solid ten hours of sleep if I can. Um, so, <laughs> so I remember seeing them like the following day, where you were like, because I saw the first one where you're like, I'm gonna take a caffeine pill, and we're gonna see how this goes. And that was at like what, like four or five. Yeah, it was like five and that. Yeah, I promise I don't do this that often. No, it's not an often. It's not like a regular thing. I'm not addicted to caffeine. No, it would kill me. I like (laughs) have such a bad reaction to it that it's like I only do it when I test. You would have a heart attack. I would. Um, But then I remember seeing the 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 next one the following day where you were like, it was like a series of like three or four Marco Polos where it was like, okay, I've decided it's like 10 p.m. But I'm gonna take. I, I want to say it was, like, another half of one or something yeah, I like took, that. Yeah, I, I like, take half of one I was like, I'm just going to take half of one to see, because I'm, like, so close. I'm going to get the other's finished. And then the next one is, like, it's two in the morning. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm about to be done. I need to go to bed. But I'm, like, about to be done. I've got, like, a few more pages left that I write. And then the next one is, like, I just finished. It's, like, four, 4 a.m. <laughs> I decided to write an extra chapter, so it was like a whole thing. It's like <laughs> this is how I do everything because was, I, I I finished and was like cool. Yeah. Now I have to like so edit proud it, of obviously. You. And then it was kind of a long period of time where I was like slowly going through and like editing it and whatever. And then there was like one evening where I it was like again too late in the evening for me to be consuming caffeine, and I was like <laughs> I'm so like I'm not that far from being done with editing it. Maybe I can just, like, and I had to do, like, an entire, like, one final editing pass through the whole book. 
And I was like, that won't take that long. It doesn't take me that long to read a book. And it's not that much slower. Yeah. It's so much slower, guys. So much slower. When you've been looking at a book for that long, and you've been, like, reading it and rereading it and going through it and editing, oh, my God, that final read-through is just like, I never want to hear this story again. No. <laughs> this never. This the worst. Never. <laughs> um, and I never want to read my own porn again. No. Ever. And I... The way I used to be like a professional writing instructor and the way that they teach you to do it, which is, it is good and it works, is that you read it out loud to yourself because Mm -hmm. when you're reading out loud, you're way more likely to catch like something that sounds weird or like a word, you know, if you've like Mm -hmm. repeated a word or something like that, you're way more likely to catch it that way and it works. But oh my God, listening to yourself read your (laughs) own porn out loud is like a special kind of torture. And so I sent Sarah a video, and I was oh. like, okay, well, I'm, like, working on editing right now, whatever. And we had talked previously in the evening because I didn't have a pen name yet, and I didn't have a cover for the book yet. Yeah. And so I was, like, sending her, like, texts and stuff as I was going through, and was like, we had come up with this pen name, and I was like, okay, what do you think of this cover? It's awful. I made it myself. It's great. It looks so bad. I love it. Um, and we were just, like, talking about it, and uh, all of a sudden I was like, Okay, well, I'm going to start editing now. And then, like, Sarah went to bed. And then I just, like, in the middle of the night, I was like, all right, I finished. I published the book. <laughs> I love waking up to Marco Polo's <coughs> from Taylor in, like, the middle of the night where she's like, okay, well, I've done the thing. I'm going to try and go to bed now. I'm not going to sleep. <laughs> and then I usually get one, like, a couple hours later that's like, I am still not asleep. It was, I went to sleep at, like, 6 now. in the morning that day. And it's funny, because I wasn't planning on, like, finishing it that night. My yeah. main goal was, like, you know, title, cover, like, pen name. I need to get all of that, make sure all of it's exactly how so I want. So that you're ready. Yeah, so that I'm ready, and then I'll start going through the final pass or whatever. And then it was, like, I just kept going and kept being, like, I only have this much left. That's not that much. <laughs> Let me go a little bit more. I just... And then I was just, like, okay, I published it I all. guess it's done now. <laughs> yeah, it was a whole thing. Alright, sorry guys. <laughs> the caffeine is definitely kicking in because all of a sudden I remembered something I forgot to do days ago, which was a uh, check on, like, I had to check on something. I don't <laughs> say what it was. <laughs> but I minimized, first of all, I fucked up and immediately, like, you can pause the, like, recording app that we use. You can, like, pause it and start over and it just saved Ro from having to edit out, like, weird silences. Yeah. And I paused it and then immediately exited out of the recording. So we had to, like, now Rose is going to have to piece together two separate recordings. And then immediately I closed the tab and Sarah was, like, watching me on my computer. Closed the tab and immediately it pops up. This is BDSM fetish <laughs> Sims mod. You know, because I'm currently writing a second book because I have can't be stopped. Can't be stopped and I have no life. Um, and it has that type of content in it. And I... Sims is a wonderful writing tool. Sims is a wonderful writing tool. Last, the last novel I wrote, it's really helpful, especially because I, and Sarah and I have discussed this, we both have a lot of trouble, like, visual, like, with visual imagery in our brains. Yeah. Especially faces. Like, I cannot see faces in yeah. my brain, like, at all. And so, if I'm, especially, like, a, like, a character that's, like, someone I've made up, I don't know what their face looks that like. Person and I can kind of describe them, mm-hmm. but, like... I don't have, like, a mental image. And so you can create them in The Sims, and it helps to kind of have an idea of, like, okay, let me, you know, if I'm going to say something about them, like, I kind of have an image. And I also designed the house that they lived in, because it helps with, like, imagining, you know, as they're moving through the space, whatever. 
It's kind of like the the whole idea of like <clears throat> count the number of hands that are in the scene to make sure that like people aren't doing things that are impossible. Yes, it's like that where it's like make sure that like you know what the place looks like so that as they're like moving it's through a, the space, so that it's consistent. It's, yeah, as they, it's not yeah. confusing. But so I did that, and then I was doing it last night because part of this book takes place at a sex club, and so I was like designing the sex club, and one of the spaces is like a BDSM space. And I was like, I know that there has to be a mod that exists for oh, this. So many. And there is. Yep. And I was like downloading all of this like fetish equipment. And I didn't want to leave the mod because you have to download each piece individually. It's not like a, like a pack. Oh. Because it's kind of like there's all this stuff you can get whatever you want. Oh. And so I was like, you know, just going through like picking individual pieces. And so I left the tab up so I didn't lose it. And so I just minimized the recording. And it just pops <laughs> up like this. Sims mod fetish content. It's like someone like splayed out like a spreader bar on their legs. <laughs> so special. Sarah uh, knew it was there. I saw her at Marco Polo last night because I was I was doing oh, yeah. it. I was like, this is so funny. I found this mod, like, I'm gonna design the club, and then I came back and was showing it to her. And I forgot that I like months ago, entirely unrelated to this, and just in my own weird brain mm-hmm. was like oh i'm gonna download this mod where they're just naked and have realistic genitalia because it's funny yeah and i forgot that i did that and so the video starts and i'm like okay here's the club oh my god and there's just <laughs> there's just a male sim with like a giant erect penis like right <laughs> right in the middle of the room and i was like oh my god Whoa. i forgot i did that <laughs> the Sims is a treasure. Sims modders are treasures. Sims modders are so horny. There they are so many modders that are like so fucking horny. So funny. And they're the best ones. Oh yeah. No, it's it's so good. I love it. I love just like there's because people will talk about like, oh, there's like Sims players who like like to craft a story and then there's sim players who like to play like a vengeful god and like drown people in the pool and whatever and it's like yeah but but have you considered the third kind of sims player the wildly horny sims player because it exists and they're lovely they're lovely people oh yeah oh, that's me that's yeah, the only that's, reason i play yeah. the game is like it's like i'm wildly is horny. just make everyone fuck in like ridiculous yes. ways and places you can also yes one of my favorite ways to play which we've both played this way is like let me, like, fuck every person in the town and, like, have a child with them. Yeah. And then, like, steal all their money and leave. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then just, like, propagate the entire town with my own children and then steal all of my partner's money and, like, divorce yes. them. It's lovely. It's so The fun. first time I did that, I didn't do the, like, stealing the money thing because I was like, ah, oh, that's so much work. So I'll just, like, cheat and give them a lot of money. But the first time I did that was actually one of the first times I played with, like, a male main sim. Because what I wanted to do... Yeah, why is, are the male sims so ugly? They're so I ugly. I with the women. Holy they're shit, male sims are so ugly. Um, but I was like, I was like, I'll play, I'll, like, I'll, I'll put in the work, I'll do the work to make this male sim really hot. Because I wanted to do the 100 baby challenge, but I didn't want the stress of having 100 babies. So I was oh like, I'll God. make the father. And <laughs> just impregnate the world. Yes. And his little family tree thing was exquisite <laughs> it was truly something to behold there were so many 
Um, and I think, but what, at some point, like that game crashed. Like there, were, like there was a glitch or something in that save file where he couldn't get to work. Like I couldn't make him go to work. I hate it when that happens. It was awful, and it was when I think they fixed the glitch since then because it was one of the get to work professions. Yeah. He was like a doctor or something. Because I was like, what's a sexy career, doctor? Um, <laughs> it's like just made this person like the the hallmark kind of. <laughs> <laughs> very stereotypical character anyway um but yeah it glitched where he was like couldn't go to work but was always running late for work and so oh my god i hate it, it when that happens awful. and so it's like oh i can't okay and it wouldn't it wouldn't let me quit and it wasn't it was like this whole thing it was just not working yeah. so i think by the time i like abandoned that save he had something like 50 children oh my god it was great. It's so fun to play that <laughs> it's way. so fun. It's so fun. One time I purposely played uh, a save where everyone was, like, super incestuously related. Mm. Because um, you could download, like, uh, I think it was, like, the MC Command Center mod. Where you could, like, turn on and off incest for some reason. Yeah. And I was like, why not just make them all super incestuously related and see how long it takes it to, like, fuck up all the kids. And it was very fun. Yeah. And then eventually it was like, they were so incestuously related. I had so many generations that the game just like couldn't function anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it was so, wait, before um, we start talking about our actual topic, eight minutes into the episode. Yeah. Well, longer because we've got. Great. Yeah. There's a whole other clip that's like, we, we had to like God. splice it together because we, when you went to check on your thing <laughs> And it, like, it closed. Jesus. I want you to look at that Marco Polo and just watch the first, like, minute or so. Oh, I will. Where there's, like, right now. I want oh. you to watch it because it's so... Like, on the podcast? Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> the mod that I downloaded is so absurd. There's a sim that's like... Oh, no. Oh, I've got two from you. Which one is it? The most recent one. Okay. Whatever the last one is. There's, like... Because 
have like interactive like stripper poles. And so I have two Sims that are like using the poles, and it's very funny. They look very awkward. They look very silly. And then I'm kind of panning around. I'm like, okay, here's this. Here's like this over here. And then I like pan back out, and like in the foreground, there's a Sim just like on their back, like hip thrusting naked into the air. And then right behind them, there's just a guy with like a giant erect dick. I I will say this. Props to the modern. They are very realistic. Very realistic penises. Oh my god, that's so funny. It's so funny. It made me laugh so hard because I made the like venue was like clothing optional. Because I was like, of course, of course, it's clothing optional. That's not canon to the book at all. That it's but clothing like, optional in the lobby, but like yeah, but like it's the sim. There's only so much you can do. Yeah, so I was like, this would be funny if it's clothing optional, and uh, I like, so I'm like just panning around, being like, this is what's happening. Oh god, here's this weird striptease. What the fuck? And like, right behind, <laughs> right just there, sim just standing like, right in the bam. lobby with like a giant erect dick, like, like fully so at attention. Huge. The uh, why is it that my first question? Is like, does the realistic genitalia mod give you the option to determine whether or not the person is circumcised? There are different options, yes. Okay. Like different genitalia styles that you can choose from. Very nice. Uh huh. That's like Baldur's Gate. <laughs> oh my god, you can the amount of, from like 20 different Yes, genitalia. the amount of Baldur's Gate content I've seen. And it's Oh all related to that fucking the bear the scene. Fucking, oh yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. god. It's a very horny game, which it should be. We have a friend that has the game. We have multiple friends who have the game. Who do you know that has the game? Uh, like several people. Oh my god. Caitlin has it. She was like, yeah, I'm yeah. only gonna play it yeah, super well, horny. So, and I mean, I guess, <laughs> I guess like I, like I interact with these people more than you do, but like, she's got it. Uh, Jade's got it. Um, I think Lindsay's got it. Of course Jay's got it. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he, he has been playing on stream. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll go look at his TikTok and see if there's any clips of it. Yeah. Um, but man alive. Should we shout him out? We should. Yeah. Cause, cause our 20 people are really going to give him a boost on his like several thousands. Like his channels yeah, are doing really well. Way more wow. popular than us. Oh, very popular. But also, um. Talks about popular topics, so I guess that that would do something. And like, it advertises it and like encourages people to watch. Does it? I, Sarah was going through a drive through earlier and she like told the worker that she was going to record yeah, a podcast. Like, like, and fun. the person was like, oh? And she was like, no, don't listen I to it. I was like, yeah, it's bad. And he was like, so I shouldn't, I shouldn't listen to it? I was like, no. Not, not unless you like listening to really angry women. And then he was like, okay, we'll have a good day. We actively just, I've had multiple people in my life that I specifically said, don't listen to this podcast. Yeah, don't do it. Uh, several people at my work know that I record a podcast from time to time. That's and brave. I'm still, yeah, I'm still like, yeah, but I'm never going to tell you what it is or how to find it because uh, you shouldn't listen to it. Yeah, I've purposely <laughs> made it so it's like pretty much impossible to find it. Mm-hmm. It's not like linked, like, I don't have any social media, but it's not like linked to anything that has my name on it. Yeah. I finally figured out how to take our full names off of it. <gasps> Good. Uh, yeah, my full name and Rose first and last name. I think when we pub- when we like upload it, it asked for like the names of like the creators, oh. and then it like put it like published it and on we, yeah, like Spotify and Apple Music. Like... It like said our full first and last names. So mm. I was like, I don't want my last name on this. No, I have a very generic first name. It would be pretty impossible to find. Yeah, I don't want my last name attached to it. No, so I purposely got rid of it. 
because I was like, I don't want people to, f- I don't want people to Google my name and find this. Certainly not. Because currently you Google, you cannot, you Google my name, you can't find anything. Good for you. And that's what I want. That's awesome. I'm sure you could. Like, I'm obviously there's ways that you can find people's. I should Google my name and see what you can find because I'd really prefer to have like no online presence. And I know that I should just like delete my social media because I not I don't get on. Yeah, I don't get on. Um. I have several friends who will be like, hey, I sent you something on Instagram. Do you see it? And I'm like, I haven't opened Instagram in yeah, a couple years. Yeah, the only Instagram I have is for the podcast, and it's very inactive. Yeah. So, I really should just delete it, but... Yeah. The only social media I have is TikTok, and I don't have any posts on there, and it's no. not... It doesn't have my name on it. I should... I think I changed mine recently so it didn't have my name. Yeah, I did too. It yeah. used to have my name on it and I didn't want In to. fact, yeah, I did change my name on it and then I, after changing my name on it and forgetting that I changed my name, I tried to follow my sister-in-law and she, she rejected like, it and this? was like, and I was like, oh, she didn't want to be friends with me on TikTok. And, uh, and Tanya was like, well, she doesn't know who you are. And I was like, oh. You're like, oh, right. That's, yeah, that would do it. I so then I was like, texted her and I'm like, let me follow you. Yeah, follow me this back. is me, please. Let me let me share videos with you. It's funny. It's about a dog. And she was like, "Oh, that's you." So yeah, oh, that's so funny. Anyway, yep. twenty minutes into the recording, here we are. Uh, the topic we wanted to do, and I got obviously this is not original to this creator, but I love shouting out creators that I yeah. like. Uh, so I got this from the book Leo on YouTube. She did this video the other day, and I was like, "That's so fun. We should do that on the podcast." Yeah, I'm sure a million other people have done it. Also, another book-related channel that I've really been loving is, like, a much newer channel. She only has, like, four or five videos. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's called A Shitty Book Club. And it's this, like, lesbian girl that does, like, reviews of, like, weird, like, dystopian, like, romance novels. And has, like, very good commentary on it because it's, like, you know, a lot of these weird, like, teen romances. And she's like, this is gross. Like, as a lesbian, why do people (laughs) like this? And it's so good. Uh, So shout out A Shitty Book Club. I love that name. It's so fun. It's so fun. Her channel rocks. And she's done, like, uh, she did, like, Fifty Shades of Grey. She read the entire Fifty Shades of Grey series. It was, like, kind of reacting to it and, like, retelling, like, the plot points. So yeah. good. Uh, I think did one for Twilight and then started going through, like, some of those kind of YA dystopian, like, series and just be like, what the fuck? The like, classics. what is wrong with this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so good. Uh, but, yeah, so the book Leo did this where she was like, here is my, like, top and bottom books that I've read this year so far like Very good. and kind of did you know like in July or whatever like midway through a year love it and I was like that's so fun because I've read a lot this year um I know Sarah has read not as I've much read some, but some I have I have I have not read a lot this year um I've been trying to read some but I what I have done all this year is started a lot of books and not finished them unfortunately valid um cuz I'm also like I I've it's been a weird year. That's fair. <laughs> it's been a weird year. We we also often read books together. So like yes. a lot of the books we've read a lot of books together. Where uh, where I'll be reading one and either like this is really really good you yeah. should read it or Sarah this is so bad you have to Must. read it. Yes. So we've yes. read a lot together and I, Bookly please sponsor us please. We have no listeners but sponsor us anyway. Sponsor us anyway. I am like the world's biggest advertiser for the Bookly app because and what have you got to lose? What have you got to lose other than I'll do it for free. (laughs) I don't think that's a sponsorship. No, that's that's just what what I'm doing doing now. now. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like telling everybody about this app. I love this app because 
it gives you a lot of stats, and I'm a nerd. Oh, yeah. And I have autism, we, we love and I graph. love a good stat. We love a good stat. And I was telling Sarah the other day that I was like, you can always tell when my mental health is really bad. Especially when I have really bad anxiety. Because mm-hmm. it, it's like something else to do that distracts my brain. Yes. Yeah. So you can always see when I'm really anxious because they'll give oh, you a nice graph. Yeah. And then it'll be like That's a great. big spike where for like yep. several days I'm reading like hours a day. Yeah. <coughs> but I like the other thing that you can do it is it will break it down like what you've read per year. So, so far this year, my goal was 100 books. Last year I read like 175. Mm-hmm. But I was unemployed slash working from home for most of last year. Yeah. Makes it a little easier. Uh, this year, that is less so the case. So I'm at 85 out of 100, which is still pretty good. That's pretty good. For, like, September. And you've got, yeah, you're, you've got enough time. Yeah, I've got a few months. Good for you. Uh, but I can go in here and see all the books that I've read this year and what I've rated them. And so I think that's a really good way to see, A, what we've read this year, because mm-hmm. I know some books we've read them, like, together. Yes. Um, and also, like, if I liked it or not. Because I have a few that are, like, one star... And I also have a few that are, like, five stars. Mm. So, I figure that will be probably the best worst books I've read this year. Probably. I like that because sometimes so. I won't remember, like, what, if I like the book or not, yeah. after it's been a long time. So, I like that I can see it based on, like, the the rating. Um, I'm trying to see. Oh, one that got four stars, which is not, I'm very picky. I don't, I think I have, like, maybe two five-star books. Very picky about five stars. Totally valid. A book that I know we both read this year. I'm pretty sure you read this book. Which one? Uh, The Frap Way by Nikki Sloan. Yes! We did both read that book. That was a really good really book. Really good book. Really good book. <laughs> I think we may have talked about it on the podcast. Because we've talked about Nikki Sloan before. Yes. Because she's written several. I read, in fact, that whole... I guess you could call it a quadrilogy? Yes. This year. Uh, yes. I, I read some of them last year. Yeah. But I read The Frappoli and one other one this year. Okay. I don't remember what the other one was. But, oh, The Pool Boy. Yes, The Pool Boy. But yes, there's like a whole, uh, oh, I also read another one that I rated one star by Nikki Sloan. Okay. There's, yeah, there's like four or five that are all like, uh, like neighbor. It's, it's like a yeah. series of like people's neighbors or it's whatever. It's all, it's all kind of like this interconnected, like, yeah, they all, like, some of them live in the same, like, neighborhood, or it's like they all deal with the same HOA, and, like, Yeah, it's like, like the that. hot neighbor series. It's like all a bunch of people live in the same neighborhood. And so sometimes, like, one book will have a reference to another character, and then the next book, it's about that character yeah. and someone else, and, like, they're all sort of interconnected, but, like, not really. Mm-hmm. Uh, but The Frapway was really good. Frapway's really good. That one is, she does really good with, like, kink content, and, yes. like, incorporating a really diverse yeah. set of, like, she, especially, like, taboo romances, which sometimes are my yeah. thing and sometimes aren't. This one's not taboo romance. Yeah. Um, the Frat Boy is really good. It's not taboo. The uh, Architect. The Architect, very good. really, really good. Also not taboo, but very BDSM, like, yeah. kink-heavy. And I think, like, done really well. Yeah. Some books with kink are, like, very unhealthy, where it's, like, dubious consent, but it's not, mm-hmm. like implied that it's like cnc it's like yeah. just dubious oh, consent yeah. what is that other one that i read i'll i'll let you talk about this this one star but then i'll have to think of what that other one is that i read that i was like cannot recommend oh my god i remember you telling me about it yeah. i don't remember what it was though but yeah so we really liked that one that's about like a this girl that's in a like a sorority and a guy that's in a frat and there's like an altercation and they both get kicked out 
and then somehow simultaneously, and then, like, it's between the two yeah. of them, so they kind of hate each other. Yeah. So it's, like, sort of enemies to lovers, but, like, loosely. It's not, yeah. like, very intense on enemies to lovers. And they both get kicked out and both, like, individually stumble upon this, like, um, like porn content house, basically. Yeah. It's, like, you all live like, together, and we all create, like, porn together in this house, and you kind of, like, trade off between partners and stuff. I like that it has some really good, uh, like, hetero flexibility. Uh-huh. Where it's, like, the... I don't think either of... Like, I don't think she's really meant to be implied to be, like, bisexual. Like, it's never explicitly no, said. No, but it's, it's... It's... But she's, like, I'm curious about experimenting with women. And there's, like, a couple of scenes where she experiments with women and she, like, enjoys it. But it's not, like... The whole story is it like queer waking or anything like yeah. that. Yeah, well, and it's a really... It's a really good representation, too, I think, of, like... Of what it is like to have a, a a relationship, a monogamous romantic relationship, oh, and and a monogamous sexual relationship with somebody while working in the porn industry because they are both like it's by the end of the book it's a monogamous like they are they are yeah, they're together. Together, together in a, an exclusive relationship but they still both make porn yeah separately with other people yeah and it's like portrayed very healthfully very like, healthy no, yeah. like they're not jealous of each other it's yeah. like you know we like have fun making scenes with other people and like yeah. they're friends with all the people in the house it's super fun it's it's a very good book really good book the one that i did not like is called the doctor i also didn't like that that one, one is a taboo romance it's yeah. like her boyfriend's dad yeah and i don't like i have no problem with taboo romance i'm sure. very open to taboo romance the thing that I don't like is where it's meant to be a secret, and they're not being secretive enough. It's it stresses not, me out. Yeah, it's really stressful. I, like, yeah, I was, like, super stressed out the entire time I was reading that, and it was also, it's... There's no build-up. They start fucking, I'm like, so the whole plot is, like, this girl breaks up with her kind of toxic boyfriend, like, yeah. like chapter one or two. Yeah, like, And then, like, immediately the starts fucking his dad. Yeah. So it's like, okay, we have to keep this a secret. We've just broken up. But they're, like, fucking in really obvious places, and yeah. it's, like, they're all, Which, some people get a thrill off of that. Which, I yeah, get stressed. Yeah. I get so stressed when it's, like, this is meant to be a secret, and then we're gonna, like, almost get caught, like, a hundred times. Yeah, and it was, like, there was... <laughs> and not to say, like, I suppose this is, like, a... This is kind of, like, realistic in a, in a way, but it, like it kind of didn't come through very well for me in the book where it seemed like there was just too much going on because there was like there was the secret aspect and there was the risky like like just in the in the living room like very risky aspect of it but then there was also like role play elements of it and i'm like there's a lot happening and it there's a lot to focus on and i'm having a little and that's all of that is on top of the fact that this is like a very taboo romance not not like illegal, just yeah. But she's like an adult. It's she's not, like she's, she's an adult, but she's like she's like a college nineteen student. or twenty. Yeah. I think she turns twenty in the like that. One of the things that happens is the book in the is he takes her on a date for her twentieth birthday. Yeah, and he's like he's like fifty. You he's know, like, like her boyfriend's 50. dad. Yeah, so it's like like quite taboo, and it's just there's just a lot to focus on. It is very stressful to read, and it just kind of like. I, I personally, I don't mind age gap relationships. 
Yeah. I think everybody in an age gap relationship has to have a fully developed frontal lobe. Yes. I don't think that one of you should be 50 and one of you should be 20. That's a really bad power imbalance. Yeah, there's a lot And there. it definitely kind of has that vibe of, like, yeah. I know what's going on. I know what to do. Like, I'm going to, like, take care of you. And I'm like, that's just grooming. It's grooming. And, like, there were several as- se- several parts in the book where he slips into a dad role. Because this was his son's girlfriend. Yeah. And so he, like like, scolds her like a dad and, like, tells her what to do like a dad. And it's, like, this is a little icky. And it's, like, that's the point of taboo romance is that you can enjoy something in literature that would not be okay in real life. Sure. Or that you don't want to enjoy in real life. And I think you can separate those two and that's fine. I understand the appeal of taboo romance. Totally. Me, personally, I really don't like that dynamic in any kind of, like, I don't like the sort of, like, dominant condescending man to, like, submissive, like, needing guidance female, like, I personally just don't like that. Um, and that very much was the vibe. Yeah. But it wasn't, I gave it one and a half stars, which is pretty bad. Yeah. Um. Another one that she had in that same series that was similar, it was another taboo romance with another age gap, was The Pool Boy. The Pool Boy. I liked that The Pool Boy was way better. I gave that one three and a half. It also had a little bit of that Nobody could find out, but we're gonna have sex in places where we're yeah, easily we're, found that stresses me out. Yeah. But it was way less, I think because the older person was a woman. Yeah. And the younger person was a, a guy. And he's a little older. He's not, yeah, like, he's like, 19. He's, he's like, like 20. He's, like, in his mid-20s or something yeah. like that. Yeah. So it's a little less, like, weird. Yeah. And I think, I think there's, just because historically and contextually, men tend to be, like, domineering and condescending over women in a very toxic way so i think it's a little harder to portray that in a in a situation where it's not icky because it's like historically like it is icky yeah and so i think it was way less like that yeah and it also like there's because there's when 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 the when men are in positions of power, it just uh, like we we already know what happens when men get into posi- positions of power, especially in interpersonal relationships when there's a power imbalance. Um, and I really appreciated that in the pool boy, like they there is that power dynamic, but it's like he like willingly and like knowingly and explicitly fully submits to that power dynamic and that's like a that's a thing yeah and it's, it's it, it and i it makes it it makes it feel a lot better that it's explicitly expressed and consented to and is obviously something that like they're both enjoying as a power imbalance and whereas in the doctor it's something they fight about yeah. She's like, you can't, you're treating me like a child again. And he's like, it's very gosh, much dang it, like, I did it again. Yeah, and it's Bella like, and Edward thing yeah. where he's like, I'm going to tell you what to do. I don't want you to tell me what to do. Yeah. Well, I, but I know best. Like, yeah, that versus, is weird. Yeah, versus like, in the pool boy where he's like, this is so cool. Tell me what to do next. This is great. Like, wow, you yeah. know, so, like, this is, you're so. And he is, like, actively pursuing that relationship. Yes. Beforehand, like, multiple times tries to engage with her. And she's like, I'm not sure about this. Like. You know, yeah. you're, like, it's, like, her, her like, best her, friend's son or something yeah. like that, where she's, like, I'm not sure, like, that this is okay. It's, like, multiple times he in- initiates, and it's, like, okay, he really wants this apropos of, like, her opinion. So it's not, yeah. like, she's, she's not, like, grooming him. Yeah, it feels better. It does feel better. 
Not that, like, older women can't also oh, groom younger and, men. And do, and that's something to, like, be mindful of and watch out for. But it's it's clear, it's much clearer in the pool boy that it is explicit consent. It is very enthusiastic. Um, and it's, like, yeah, it's, it makes it clearer that the power dynamic is part of the play. Yes. Versus being an obstacle. Yes. And a problem. Which is absolutely fine. Yeah. You can absolutely play with power dynamics as long as everyone's cool with it. Yeah. And, like, on the same page about it. Yeah. Okay, another one that I rated one star. I don't even remember what this is. Is this book called Knocked for Six. And I'm looking it up on Kindle right oh. now. Because I don't remember this. I'm going to try and figure out what that one other one that I read Yeah, was. please do. I can't remember the title of it. Is this like a hockey romance? For some reason, I read a so lot funny. of hockey romance. <laughs> and I don't know why, because I don't give a shit about hockey yeah. or sports romance. Like, I am not... I don't prefer that. It's very common in the, like... Like, um... I almost said MLM, but that... Not in, like, like no. a men-loving men genre way. Not in, like, a multi-level marketing scheme kind of way. Yeah. Um, it's, like, oh, I don't know. It it's was. a weird, like, enemies to lovers. I don't remember why I didn't like it, but I rated it one star. Uh, and I... I don't know why I didn't like it. It's only 85 pages. That is low on angst. I don't, I don't remember why I didn't like it, but apparently I really did not like it. Because I don't give a lot of things one star either. Huh. I did, I did find the one that... Oh, what was it? It's Voyeur oh, by my Fiona God, Cole. Yes. Um, and it's... Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fine. It's fine. For the first, like, 80 pages. The problem with it, the problem that I had with it is that... It's set, so it's voyeur, right? And so it's about voyeurism. a voyeur. It's a voyeurism, yeah. And so like it sets it up in the first half as like this like kind of mysterious, like fun, sexy, and like the fun kind of secret, the sexy kind yeah. of secret. It is like, also taboo romance. It's taboo romance, but like the the girl, it's a like a college age girl, and she's you know she's kind of like looking to to find some extra cash and you know decides she's going to get involved in this club and it's very above board and all very safe but she you know at first she's like a little nervous but then she starts to realize that she's really excited by and like getting off on the idea of like that could be anybody who's watching me right now and yeah. like who am I she goodness, works like, like a voyeur club so like she will like masturbate or have sex with like other yeah like, and like club workers. like does scenes and then there's like either somebody watching behind like a one-way glass or, or somebody watching in the room in the like room watching, but yeah. it's like dark you know so that like you're you, you can't, can't really quite see them. them yeah it's yeah. like which that part was very like i think that part was very fun i think yeah. there was so much potential in the idea yes and then they fucked up as soon as it they brought in this weird and then so she like, some guy is watching her, and she, like, yeah. knows that this guy's been watching her, and she's, like, you know, it's, like, really getting off on the idea that someone's watching, and, like, she doesn't know who it is, and this whole thing. And then it turns out to be her professor. Yeah. And then immediately it gets into that weird power imbalance of, like, yes. I'm gonna tell you what to do. I He doesn't like that she works at the club, despite the fact that he, she's already working at the club when he knows her. Yeah. He watches her at the club. That's how he meets yeah, her. Yeah, like, he that's how the they club. get together is, like, he indulges in that. And even after he said, I don't like that you're doing this, he indulges in watching her at the club. Yeah. 
but then he's but like, then I don't want like, other people to look at you. And it's like this whole thing where he will like he'll like drink and then yell at her for like and like it's really icky, really toxic feel. Yeah, very it's like, like possessive, very possessive, and like, and like just like. And 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 then and like abusive. I mean, like very he's yeah, like, abusive. Yeah, he gets, like drunk and, and then like, like boomerang between like 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 you're like I need you to stop doing this. This isn't okay. You're like you're hurting me. And then he'll boomerang back to like no, I'm the worst. I shouldn't be yelling at you like this. And like that's also abuse. It's like, very af- it's very after coded. Yeah. Oh my god. That yeah. Fucking, that another one. I read that fan fiction. It's awful. After originally started as a fan fiction. Now it's like a published novel and. Movie? movie series. There's a series. Movie series? There's three. Whoa. Three what? or four. How did I miss that? It's based on this absolute, but this is one of those things again where it's like, in the case of fan fiction, I think it's so much more acceptable. It's still bad. It's still bad. It's very abusive. Very, like, that whole thing of like, I love you. I'm going to love mom you. Then I'm going to abuse you. And then I'm going to, like, force you to, like, apologize to me or blame it on you. That I'm gonna love, but like it's very abusive. And yeah, bad. and there's like there's there are pla- there's a place for that kind of story because Absolutely. that that happens that exists and there's a place for that kind of story, provided that you treat it as what it is. Yeah, I think while there is absolutely a place for taboo romance, yes, and things that you would not really like in real life, and things that are like you know dubious consent and stuff like yes. that, All I think things. you have to approach it a very certain way. Mm-hmm. And kind of be depicting, like, this is bad. Yeah. And, like, you can, you know, enjoy things about that dynamic, but, like, it is not in any way. It's very much portrayed as, like, a younger person kind of idealizing a romantic situation that should not be idealized. Yeah. And it's weird and bad, and this is very the same way. Yeah. Is like, yeah, just that constant back and forth of, like, I'm going to yell at you and abuse yeah. you and control you. And there's... And you're not going to like it, but then as soon as I'm like, I'm so sorry, I'm the worst, I'm terrible, she's like all over him all over again. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. But she's very young. She doesn't have a fully developed brain. Yeah. Because she's like, like a, like a sophomore in, in college or something. It's like, yeah, it's not good. And there's like multiple levels of power imbalance where he's, he's older than her. He is her professor. He is also her boss because she has another job that's like a campus like job. So she's like a like a like an aide, like a class aide or whatever. And so she he's her boss. He's her professor. He's older, and he also again go, like goes and is a patron at her other work where she can't say like she like not that she can't say no but he's a patron now yeah it's so like, there's like so many instances where he is like exerting power over her that he should not have and it's not no it's, it's very icky. icky it's icky very icky okay i'm trying to turn it i have a bunch of fan fiction also in here we love it i have a bunch of very poorly rated dreary fan fiction what fan fiction dreary draco and harry oh <laughs> Okay, here's one that I did not like, but it was not at all because anything in the book was bad. Okay. It's just not my preference. Okay. Uh, which was Stupid Cupid by right. Maeve Black. Um, this book was actually quite popular on Book Talk, like, earlier in the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is a, like, BDSM club situation, like, dom-sub situation. Okay. I don't prefer that. I don't prefer, like, very heavy dom-sub mm, type stuff. Yeah. I don't prefer, like, 
degradation type stuff. Like, it's just not my preference. Sure. Uh, it wasn't bad. It was very well written. Mm-hmm. A lot of people liked it. Wasn't for me. Yeah. I wrote, I rated that one one star. Okay. Um, let's see. Oh my god. I, I don't, I don't know why I rated that three stars. What is one? <laughs> that book, that book that oh. I, <laughs> I ghost wrote a book this year. I will never tell anyone Hold what on, book that was. I want to see the cover again. I ghost wrote a book this year, like portions of a book this year. You were feeling generous. I was. I got paid to do it. That was the only reason I did it. Um, that was so goddamn bad. It was wild. And uh, a lot of the changes I made that made it not bad were scraps. Were, were removed. Yeah. Uh, it was bad. But I rated it three stars in the app for some reason. Like I said, you were feeling generous that day. I was feeling generous. It's funny, there's so many things that I've... I have had a lot of bad books this year. I feel like last year, it was so rare for me to rate things like one to two stars. Yeah. Like, I have Kiss to Belong. I don't even know what the fuck that is. I rated that one star. I don't remember why it was bad. <laughs> also, Pucking Around by Emily Rath, which was... Romance. Yep, it was definitely a hockey romance. I don't remember why I didn't like that one either. That one was very popular on Book Talk. Mm. And I didn't like it. Hang on, let me look it up because. <laughs> one that I read, and I truly don't even rem- remember if I finished it. And that's like how, like, it wasn't bad. It was just sort of unremarkable. Um, I think it was called Finding Their Omega. Oh my god, I remember why I didn't yeah. like it. Yeah! Oh, wait, hang on. I think I I think I just rated this one one second. Wait, which one? Finding Their Omega. Oh, yeah. I feel like that one was in here. Hang on, let me look at it. But yeah. uh, the one, Kiss to Belong, is one of those pregnancy ones. Uh, and I didn't uh, know it was. Uh, I will. If that's your thing, that's your thing. If she wakes up nauseous in the middle of the night, I'm uh, out of there so uh, fast. Who, why is that sexy? That's not. I don't know. But this is one where she, like, gets pregnant and then the boy, like, leaves her, and then her best friend is like, I'll take care of you, and that's just uh, not for me. Oh, yeah, finding there, I'm like, I rated that three stars. Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. It was just unremarkable. It reminded me, it, to me, it felt like, and maybe this is just because I read them in this order, to me, it felt like Discount Lola and the Billionaires. Okay, here's the thing. I was about to say the same thing, because <laughs> I feel like... Last year, and maybe it's just because my, my like, standard is so high now, because yeah. one of the first, like, kind of ABO, like, published novels I read was Lola and the Millionaires, and that so one is good. so good and so well done, that, like, all of the rest of them were bad, Yeah, and a lot of them have the vibe of, like, published fan fiction, because on Kindle Unlimited, you can literally publish whatever you want on Kindle Unlimited, it doesn't cost anything to do it, you can put anything on there. My novel is published on Kindle Unlimited. A great example. I think um, yours is good. Oh, thank you. Uh, you have to say that, but thank you. I don't. I literally do not. You're going to sit here and tell me to my face on this podcast that it's bad if you thought it was bad? I mean, I think I would have told you before you published it if I thought it was bad. Like, the first time you were like, I don't know, read this. And if I thought it was bad, I was not gonna, I'm not going to not gonna like sit there and be like, I really like the way you've done this. If I'm like, I trust, buy it. I trust that you would not lie to me about that. <laughs> Uh, but I, yeah, a lot of them feel very. The thing that for me that gets like iffy with ABO is that same thing of like the like domineering 
possessive yeah. male traits. And I just find that very icky. I do not like that. I think historically as a woman, that has been very unattractive to me. Yeah. Because that's forced on me so often. Yeah. That it's gross to me. And so I, like, almost never like a book that has that in it. And that's very common in ABO because very. it's, like, the alpha male Yeah, type it's traits. the whole, like, animalistic kind of, like, the wolf within yes. thing. And I think that's why I like Lola the Millionaire so much, is it's not like that. It's not. The whole thing about that series, which we read last year, doesn't count, but... No, but we're gonna... We're gonna talk about it because we love it so much, we talk about it all the time. Read it, it's really good. It's very good. Um, Is that the whole thing is that she has, like, endured a lot of trauma. Yeah. And so she, like, gets, like, involved with one of the guys in, like, this group of alphas, like a big pack. And, like, most of them are alphas. Mm -hmm. And so, but they're all, like, very careful around her because she's had a lot of trauma. And it's, like, you know, learning that not all men are like that. And it's, like... But not in, like, a gross way of, like, not all men. It's yeah, like, it's, like... They're it, all, like, very, like, sweet and caring. The first people she gets with are not the alphas. She gets with, like, the beta and the omega first. Yes. And then, like, sort of starts warming up to the fact that, like, not all alphas yeah. are like that. They're, like, very sweet and protective, but, like, not in a gross and, way. And because they are, they're, like, modeling that to her. They're demonstrating, like, like... We can we we understand that like you you have a right to be afraid you have the right to behave like this you have the like this is valid it makes sense you have gone through a lot and we respect that and, and they're very respectful of her boundaries very respectful very careful very and but not not coddling and yeah. not like not like a condescending not way in at all. a condescending way and not like in a oh you precious don't worry we'll protect you you're so delicate but in a very respectful like, real way of, like, you have boundaries, I'm going to respect that, but you're also, you're an adult, you, you can make decisions for yourself, and it's really good. Yeah, it is very good. I love that series. So, yeah, I, a lot of them feel like discount versions of Finding Their Omega, and, like, especially, like, Finding Their Omega, like, it was like I can. I'm like, there's the there's the there's the one to one with that character. There's the one one to one with that character, and it just felt like it was like the same four or five characters, but it was like, I don't know. It was like the pacing was a little bad. It was like a little like too fast in some parts, and it just like kind of felt like it was all over the place. Like I didn't really. Know. I was like, what is the what's the conflict here? What's yeah. gonna happen? It also had the problem that a lot of polyamorous or why choose romances have where there's three types of men and yes. they all fall like very into one stereotype yep. and it's like the one that's like very sweet and loving and like you know the first one they get with and then there's like another guy who's kind of like goofy and silly and yeah. they get with him second and then there's like the grumpy like the kind you know, of rough, like oh, I'm like, trying to stay away from you the and man's man they fall. yeah it's so bad yeah. do you want to know what kind of romance I would love to read what I want to read, like, a femboy romance. I want to read, like, a boys in skirts kind of, like, oh, my God. That has been, like, my newest obsession is, like, anytime I see somebody online who's, like, pretty, like, a pretty boy, I'm like, oh, this is, <laughs> oh my God. this is one of those things where it's, like, sickening. One of those things that makes me, like, like, bargain with the, like, confusing nature of sexuality where it's, like, yes. I'm not into dicks, like, at all. Like, I don't care, like, what someone's gender orientation is. That is, like, yeah. off-putting to me immediately. But, like, I still find, like, like masculine-looking people attractive sometimes. Yeah. 
And so it's, like, very confusing and conflicting when I'm, like, that person is so attractive, especially, like, yeah, like, femboys or, like, feminine men or, yes. like, men in, like, dresses and skirts, like, that's so hot, and, like, I don't, like, I'm not attracted to, like, what is that? your body, but, like, I find, it's, like, aesthetic attraction. What is that one guy's name? Who, he's, he's on TikTok, he's, like, relatively popular, very, like, getting quite famous, and he's, he... He did something like this is a while. I'm gonna forget his name, and I'm I feel so bad. Um, but he's a streamer. He's like a Twitch streamer. But like a while back, he did this thing where he was like, "If I reach this Fucking milestone, Finster, Girl Finster, Month, yes, okay, yes. yes." And he's been in Girl Month for like two years or something. Yeah, and there's like I am in love with him. <laughs> yeah, he's very cute. He's so it's funny because yeah, cute. so he, it's the streamer. That did, like, some sort of, like, stream goal where it was, like, yeah. oh, if I get a certain amount of subs or whatever, I'm going to do girl month. Where he, like, always streams, like, dressed like girl. Yeah, and, like, like properly, like, like not not in, like, a, like, a, not in, like, a goofy way, but, like, properly with his whole chest is, like, cross-dressing. Yeah. It's not, like, yeah, not, like, he, like disrespectful actually, actually does his makeup, actually, like, and really, and really does it, and actually does his hair, and, like... How yeah. these like cute put together little outfits. And we'll like, and, like talk like, about his cute little outfits and whatever. Yeah. And it's funny because yeah, it's now it's been like two years. And then yeah. like and multiple times he's made comments where he's like, I'm probably not cis, right? But like also, like I'm just dressing like this and I'm cool yeah. with that, like whatever. And like, you know, I'm just like okay with like that I'm a man and I dress like which, this and like, you know. Which is one of the that's one of those things that I really appreciate a whole lot is like that idea that's like your your self-expression doesn't say anything about your gender that you don't want it to say. Yeah. It doesn't say anything about your gender or sexuality that you don't want it to say. You can wear dresses, you can wear the makeup, you can do all the things and still be a straight guy. Yeah. And you can still you can even still be a cis guy. Yeah. You, or you can or you can not. And it's like that's like all totally it's great. Yeah. The liking it. feminine things does not have to make you like a, a woman yeah and it can like you if you want to use that as like a gender expression of like you know i'm a trans woman like, and i want to yes. like really embrace this to like express that of course you can yeah but it's like it doesn't have to mean that it means whatever you want it to yes. be yes i and love I, it yes he, no i think he's very he's cute. so cute he's very cute um oh another one i read this year that i did really like mm-hmm. is called him that's a very, another very popular tiktok book um and it's like two high school friends that like that like had like one of those weird like nights at camp where they like gave each other a blowjob and they were like this feels gay yeah and then they didn't talk ever again oh no like this is uncomfortable and then they share and then they like meet back up years later Uh. as like coaches at the same camp and then they're like oh definitely that that was that was pretty gay but like we're okay with it yeah that's Uh, fun oh okay another one i read this year that i don't think you've read yet but i highly recommend okay is a husband for hartwell i started reading that and then like didn't like couldn't get enough momentum going it does start off a little yeah it's a little but i did really enjoy it when like as i was like starting yes okay it's so good it's basically like a jane austen kind of style romance which sarah and i both love a lot we love a period romance we love a period romance and it's it's i like that they have set up this situation where it's like there's not homophobia. Like, it's acceptable in this time period, despite the fact that, obviously, back then it was not acceptable no. to be gay. It is acceptable to be gay. But the problem is more so 
it's not really acceptable for the oldest sibling to be gay because it's your job to carry on the family name. Oh. So it's like the whole setup is not that like it's perfectly acceptable to be gay, but there's a lot of pressure to like but you really shouldn't like you really should end up with a woman because you need to like carry on the family name. Yeah. You're the oldest You need to have at least one child. Yeah, in like a wealthy family. Uh, and so it's like this uh, guy and girl are like best friends and they're both like queer, obviously. Obviously. Um but they're both the oldest siblings, so it's, like, there's a lot of pressure for them to, like, get married to somebody and produce an heir. Yeah. And their family's trying to, like, set them up together. They've yeah. been, like, long-term friends. Except for he starts falling for her brother, her younger brother. Oh. But it's, like, there's kind of a lot of pressure of, like, but I shouldn't get with him because I'm the oldest and I'm supposed to be the one to pass on the family name. And it's so it's, like, very cute. It's, like, you know, they're, like, secretly falling for each other. Meanwhile, he's, like... Posing as being engaged to the sister, mm-hmm. but they're both queer, so it's like we're kind of, you know, yeah. like being beards for each other. Oh, that's so fun! It's very fun and very cute, and I loved it. Oh, and then another one that I gave, one I gave half a star, which is the least amount you could give a book, is Wild Hearts Omega, which is that one I told you about. Oh, that was like the, the the cowboy one, yeah, the ABO cowboy romance. It was so bad. Oh my god, so bad. Hated it. Nothing nothing goes better together than ABO and Cowboys. Oh, for real. Was it a, was it a pack of coyotes instead of wolves? <laughs> it should have been. No, I didn't get that far enough to tell That would have been funny. I DNF'd that book, which Ooh. does not happen often. No, it does not. I did not like it. Yeah. Let's see. A lot of this is fanfiction. I did give a five-star to this fanfiction, and I don't remember what it is. Ooh. I do have a favorite fanfiction author... Who writes pretty exclusively in the red, white, and royal blue fanfiction. Love. Um, their name is Clotted Cream Fudge, which is such a weird, like, AO3. How British. Tag. It's very British. It's so funny. Um, this one's called Never Did Run Smooth. I don't remember which one it is, but apparently I really liked it. But I, like, took a screenshot. Like, I always, because you can't, you have to put a book cover in Bookly. And I always just take a screenshot of the AO3 listing. Yeah. But you can't zoom in on it, so I can't see what oh. this says. And I don't remember which one this is. Huh. Can I just say, this is a little off topic, but can I just say, like, really, like, prolific fanfic authors, their title game is so strong. So good. So good. I'm like, how do you think up all these fun titles? I'm awful at titles. I'm awful at titles. And, like, I, like, I'm, like, awful at titles to the point that, like, I started reading... I read a lot of webtoons. That's something that I do, is, like, I'll read a lot of webtoons, which is, like, you can't really track in the same way as a book, because they're ongoing, usually. Um, and the, like, the upload schedule is, like, really different. But I read a lot of webtoons, and I started one the other day um, called Light Wind on a Dry Branch. And it's a kind of, like... It's, like, a kind of, like, period, like political romance kind of situation because I'm a I'm a sucker for political romance um interesting I, know. I never would have guessed that I you. like I like um if it's done well it's a really good intersection of a lot of things that I like because like a lot of political intrigue kind of novels have a lot of mystery to them but they're also they're very smart and there's a lot of like you know like very like I like a smart mystery uh-huh. um and political intrigue has to be that way if it's going to be done well and so like I really enjoy a political romance because they are like they're you know trying to play this very dangerous game and like play you know like it's you know like be like 
align their pieces just so and you know like it's usually like you know like if what's at stake if they fail is like a whole nation of people are or like it's good like we're gonna go to war it's like a like very high stakes mind games with the enemy but in the midst of all of this they're like falling in love and it's very fun Uh i enjoy those a lot um, but this one's called like wind on a dry branch and it's, it's like a, it's a political romance with a bit of like tragedy thrown in. It's very dramatic, but I can't for the life of me figure out why it's called like wind on a dry branch. And there was a chapter called like wind on a dry branch. And I was just waiting for the time when I was like, Oh, that's why it's called that. And it never came. And I think I'm just stupid. <laughs> I don't think you're stupid. <laughs> it's like, why can't I understand what this title means? Is it like, oh, it's like very easy for the like the arrangement to like fall apart? Like, is that the whole idea? Because that seems like what it would be. Is like, oh, if the branch is very dry and like the wind blows, it's gonna snap very easily. Maybe so. But yeah, that seems. Uh, sometimes it's like, I think I love a good a. There's nothing I love better than a title that is way too fucking long. Oh yeah. So always funny. We love a long. Title. Always funny. So good. Uh, Second, I think it's great to have a title that's, like, overly, like, metaphorical. Like, something yes. like that. Where it's like, yes. that's a little bit too much. But, like, I kind of like that it's heavy-handed in that way. Yeah. But it has to make sense. Yeah. And I, I think I'm just, like, not very good at, like, sussing out metaphors in that way. Like, if it's, you know, if it's, like, if it's a long metaphor where there's, like, multiple moving parts, I'm like, yes, of course. Yeah. I understand this metaphor. But, like, if it's just, a f- it, like, if the title is metaphorical for something that goes on in the story, I'm like, what? Yeah. What is it? Unless it's, like, very, very obvious. Like, my mom was talking to me the other day about um, Jacob Have I Loved. And I've never read Jacob Have I Loved. I've never even heard of that. Oh, yeah. Well, I haven't read it, I, but I, I know generally what it's about. And the, there's no character in the book called Jacob. It's just called Jacob Have I Loved because there's some, like, obvious, like, favoritism uh-huh. For one child over the other, or I think it's child. Okay, so it's like a biblical metaphor. Yeah, it's a bi- yeah, okay. it's a biblical metaphor. Yeah. Um, but she was telling me about that the other day, and I was like, "That is a metaphor that I understand." And yeah. there, it doesn't matter that there's no Jacob in the story. I understand it, that metaphor. Yeah, you get what it is. But that's like, like wind on a dry branch. No idea. So confusing. That's like I don't remember <laughs> if you were still in the book club when we read this book or not. Mm. But we read a book called "Tell the Wolves I'm Home." I think you may have already left. I think I had. Yes. <laughs> Sarah left our book club. Yeah, I, I have also now. I started the, book club. the trend of leading the, leading the book club. The book club has now been dissolved. Yeah, I not after any drama. It was just no. like too hard to keep up with. That and that's kind of why I left at the time too. It's just yeah, it's a lot to keep. And up And it was with. like right around COVID, and it was it's, just like a yeah, whole, scheduling stuff as an adult is like impossible. But yeah, we read this book called Tell the Wolves I'm Home, and it doesn't ever because like I I read a lot and I'm pretty good at like understanding and figuring out, like, even, like, less heavy-handed metaphors where it's, yeah. like, a little vague. And there's, like, a whole plot point, and it's, like, this girl whose uncle has recently died. Mm-hmm. And she was, like, very close with her uncle. He was, like, a father figure for her. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, coming to terms with the death of her uncle mm-hmm. and also discovers that he was gay and is, like, uh, and died of AIDS. And so it's, okay. like, going through the process she, like, meets his, like, partner and is, like, just trying to grieve through the process of losing her uncle and, like, yeah. Realizing there were things about him she didn't know, and, like, all of that. And they tried to, like, explain this whole, like, tell the wolves I'm home metaphor, but it never really landed for me. And I'm like, that's such a good title. If you make it, make sense. Yeah. But for me, it didn't make sense enough for it to be like, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, because, like, based on the title, I was, like, waiting for you to tell me that, like, 
her uncle was rich, and there's, like, dispute over who gets the money. Nope. Uh, yeah, that's what I was waiting to, to happen, because nope. that would make sense. But I don't know what that has to do with I don't, AIDS. It was really weird. I don't that's know. interesting. Can I tell you, this is a little, this is very off topic, yes. but, like, this episode is very long. This is kind of, yeah, this is Also, I'm places. really holding it together right now. I'm very you really are. I'm impressed. But, like, can I just tell you, like, when people die or they, like, ha- like have to move out of their home and you have to, like, go through the process of an estate sale, which is something we're doing right now. Yes. With my grandparents. You learn a lot about them. You do. That's also something we, my grandparents still live in their home, but my grandmother is, like, starting to really suffer from the effects of dementia. Yeah. And so we've started periodically every time they go out of town my grandpa has asked like could you please go over and start cleaning out stuff yeah because she won't let anyone get rid of stuff but it's like he cannot be responsible for cleaning out all of this stuff no and so it's like every time she's gone we'll go through like get rid of all her like hoarding stuff she yeah. kind of like hoards a lot of stuff yeah and so it's like yeah you learn a lot about people by like really the stuff do. they think they need to keep yeah and there's there's i think Part of it with dementia, because my grandmother also has dementia, part of it with dementia is, like, holding on to things in case they forget them. Uh-huh. Um, or, like, you know, because we'll see, we've seen a lot of, like, a lot of notes and a lot of, like, pictures that are labeled on the back with, like, this is who's in this picture. This is their relationship to you. That sort of thing. Yeah. But we've also found just, like, I mean, like, 30 to 40 years, like, however long they've been in this house, of just life. And my grandmother was an avid journaler. Oh, boy. <laughs> avid journaler. There's more paper in this house than I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> There's so much just paper everywhere. Oh, my God. Because she didn't keep a journal. She just journaled. Uh-huh. So we found, like, loose sheets of notebook paper that are, like, journal numbered entries. pages 1 through 10 of just this is. We found one the other day. And this one was really, really funny because uh, she was journaling. She had like woke up, at, woken up in the wee hours of the morning and was full of anxious thoughts. Uh-huh. It was around 2008. The economy had crashed. They'd lost some money. My grandfather had just retired. And so for a page and a half, she's journaling about how she's, you know, she's nervous and she's angry at God and, you know, all this stuff. Um, and she's just journaling like a prayer, basically. Uh-huh. About how she's very nervous about the future and their financial prospects. Sure. And then there's a tone shift. Oh, no. There's a paragraph break. And it begins with, And this husband I have. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) He is always home. (laughs) Underlined. (laughs) And he will not leave me alone. He is constantly bothering me while I'm working with his Talk underlined. <laughs> that is such a fucking weird. <laughs> she goes on, and my grandmother has always been like the most demure, soft-spoken, quiet, very sweet, very courteous, very kind-natured person. Like, ne- never said a better word about the And then, like in this journal, she has like three whole pages about complaining that her husband, now that he's retired, doesn't have anything to do. She's still working from home, and he won't shut the fuck up and leave her alone. And she's like, God, please inspire him to get a hobby. <laughs> I don't bother him when he's doing something. <laughs> Your grandmother is an inspiration. She truly is. I love it. Oh, my God. Okay, this episode's getting very lengthy. It's, yes. We ought to wrap it up. We okay. Do. 
Let's summarize with best and worst book we've read this year. I think, honestly, this year best book I've read probably was The Frat Boy. The Frat Boy. Yeah. yeah I think that that, because really I have not read as many. Worst book I've read this year, probably, probably Finding Their Omega. I don't, I truly don't even remember if I finished that one. We're also, we're also reading through Redwall right now. Oh boy. Yeah. Which I haven't is touched a, that book in like two decades. Yeah. Tone Shift, <laughs> Wild Tone Shift. Daniel and I are reading Redwall, because he's never read them. Oh, is this the book you're reading out loud to each other yes. before bedtime? Yes. Gross. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Best thing I've read this year. Not a book. Okay. A fan fiction called yeah. The Arrangement by, I don't know, the appropriate way to say this person's author name, because okay. I can't decide if it's like, supposed to be like, come here, like, come here, but like, abbreviated, or if it's like, like a first initial last name, but it's C M E R E on AO3. Okay. Um, and it is a red, white, and red, and blue fanfiction. That's my current hyperfixation fandom. We love it. I oscillate between many. That's the current one. Um, it used to be Dramamighty, Draco and Hermione. Yes. Now I think I've become a Drary. Okay. <laughs> uh, I also have read my my favorite personal one, which is a little harder to find. Is Hermione and Luna? Oh, that's a really good one. That's a good one. Because they're both like, sort of like strange. Yeah, like, like a little off the wall. Like sort of, of bookish women. Yeah. But, like, oh, that's cute. Ex lesbian fodder. Love that's it. cute. Uh, but this one, the plot is that. Uh, trying to make sure I'm getting his name right. Henry. I was called a Harry. <laughs> that's Harry Potter. Yeah. Henry. Different. His family. I don't know how much you know about Red Riding World. I know what you've told. Me. Okay. Uh, his, the whole plot is that he is, like, not the, like, crown prince, he's, like, the, the heir, like, the spare. Right. So he, uh, but his whole family, like, kind of knows these gay, and they're, like, very discouraging of it, because it's, like, even if you're not, like, gonna be the king one day, like, that's not in proper the from the royal family. Yeah. 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 And so the whole plot of this is that his family kind of knows, and they're, like, you cannot ever be, like, publicly gay. That's not acceptable. Yeah. This is, like, a like an alternate universe and so they're like you can't be publicly gay but we are, so like let's strike a deal where you marry this woman um who's also like you know like a princess of something or whatever sure and she's also queer and so you guys publicly get married and that's fine but we will allow you to have like a like a prostitute like yeah, a male trusts. prostitute basically yeah, yeah. uh to, like, satisfy your desires, as long as nobody ever knows about it. And so the prostitute they hire is, like, this other main character, Alex, and they, like, are hooking up, and then they, like, slowly are falling for each other. Love it. And it's, like, the sex is written really well, it's very cute, like, it's very believable romance. Very fun. It's really nice. Yeah, and I like that they played a lot with, like, that's one of my favorite things in books, is when they play a lot with, like, different sexual encounters, and it's not just the same, like, again, sex scene over and over again. Ooh, sorry. Very well written. I like that author on AO3. Generally. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Worst book. What was the thing I rated half a star? Oh, yeah. Oh, Voyeur I rated half a star. And that stupid Wild Hearts Omega. Yeah. I also rated half a star. Those are probably the worst, too. Yeah. Very bad. Quite bad. I haven't read anything lately that was, like, really, really good. I have a lot of, like, three and a half star books yeah. lately. That's kind of, that's kind of the, the, the thing about, I think most media really is like most of the time you're gonna see things that are just fine 
uh, whether it's a song or a book or a movie or whatever it is, most of the time it's just going to be fine. And then occasionally you're going to happen upon something that really, really does it for you. Yeah. And those are really good. Yeah. And it's going to be different for every every person. Exactly. Especially when you're finding... A lot of the media I find is, like, recommended to me on Kindle Limited based on what I've already read. Yes. Or it's on TikTok. And I feel yes. like there's a big difference between someone that you know recommending something to you and, like, a stranger. Yeah. And people be like, this is so good, but you don't really know what other stuff that person likes. Yeah. So it's harder to tell if it's going to be something you really like or not. Yeah. And, like, even just going back to, like... You've talked before about, like, really not understanding the, like, the spice, like, the chili pepper scale. Yes. Because your tolerance for chili peppers is so broad. Yes. And so high. And so it's, like, even even taking things like that into account where it's, like, if you, you know, somebody might say, if you like just a little bit of light spice, but to them, light spice is somebody else's very heavy spice. Yeah. You know, there's just... My favorite is usually when people will say five-star spice and then they list one thing and I'm, like... Like that's they just have like missionary vaginal sex. That's the like a solid time. two. Yeah, that's like very <laughs> pepper. She like, is fighting with my foot. She is. A this menace. episode is so goddamn long. It is. We really need to stop. We're on a roll though. We are, and it's. Should we record another one? Yes, I was <gasps> just thinking the same. Thing. We should record. Another I already one. know okay. which one we're gonna okay. record. This is why I take caffeine pills. Because yeah, half the time it makes me wired, and half the time my brain just gets so quiet amazing all right well anyway. thanks and we're sorry all of the episodes are